0: Welcome to the ABCs of Matrescence. We are two mamas, Emma and Mackenzie, and we both have toddler age boys. And here on our podcast, we chat all things real motherhood from A to Z and absolutely everything in between. Matrescence is the process of becoming a mother, and that is what we dive into on each and every episode. So welcome. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hi, friends. Hello, Emma. I say friends. You might not like us. You might just listen (laughs) just for kicks. I hope they like us a little bit if they're tuning in tolerate no i'm just kidding of course of course of course yes so uh, how are you excuse me i'm in a mood today so you are you've been funny all day you had me laughing (gasps) oh
0: my gosh i was like literally in stitches in my kitchen emerson was like looking at me this morning like mom like all i'm doing is just eating my breakfast i'm not
1: that funny (laughs) so. <laughs> no, that was all me. I'm a little, I feel a little goofy today, a little silly. So
0: we'll take it. This is a good episode to feel silly because it's a fun one. It's just a fun, lighthearted Q&A with your two favorite gals. That would be us. <laughs> two thumbs
1: <laughs> this way. Yeah.
0: Well, because we wanted to do something fun and we were like, what could we chat about? And I remember you we were throwing around some ideas and I liked them. I mean, they were good ideas and I don't
1: know. I think like... But yours was better. Is yeah, mine was better. <laughs> no. my, my ideas were satisfactory, but yours were far, well, far better.
0: Th- I don't know if this is your idea or not, but like, for example, a seasonal thing we could talk about would be like holiday gifting or how we do gifts or like exactly how Christmas morning unrolls on- at our gifts. houses.
1: Amazon is blowing up my front porch. That's how we do gifts. Yeah, that's how we a do N- gifts.
0: But it's the thing is, it's like, it's such a... it's such a weird year it's not a typical year I I feel like there's it's almost like what is there to say about gifts this year you're either doing a lot or you're doing a little or you're doing something in the middle and like we move on you know I just don't really feel like I have anything mind like mind-blowing I'm not
1: a good gift person like I'm not a genius gift giver by any stretch I always sit here and overthink and struggle so that would not be my episode to uh give you guidance on not that parenting is my expertise either obviously but you know I'm willing to babble about a little bit more than gifts
0: yeah I mean so I mean yeah some people I think when it comes to the homemade gifts or the super creative gifts like that is honestly I mean that's stuff that I like to hear about if someone shares about that but it's not going to be coming from my Girl, mouth
1: all you have to do is print out pictures of your child and send them to people gifts done no it's true it's I mean that's literally Shutterfly that's what we did this year yeah magnets giving, like ornaments, ornaments a, so a bag Ellen's- Oh, totally. Owen's school let us buy, it was like a fundraiser thing, but you could buy ornaments and they would paint them at school. So they're like nicer ornaments, but the kids paint them
0: mm. and
1: every grandparent is getting an ornament from Owen school that he painted and it will have his name and year on it. So Merry Christmas. I actually love that. That's like
0: the laminated yeah. turkey handprint that we have on the fridge that Emerson
1: yeah, is
0: still enamored letter. with, enamored with. Like, he comes up and puts his hand on his own handprint. And then there's also a footprint turkey with real feathers. Yeah. It's yep. just amazing. There's so, such artists. I mean, it's like a budding Van Gogh, you know?
1: Very talented. Very talented. Watch out, world.
0: Yep. So, highs and lows, not really much to share. Still in COVID. Still have toddlers. Trying our best. Moving on. Next. Next
1: nobody needs that yeah nobody needs that today so instead you'll get to hear us re- answer random questions <laughs> they really are random they're really random yeah you wrote these, so, so will, my
0: theme my theme here was part like let's dive a little deeper and get to know us because that's obviously fascinating we're onions one layer at a time oh and then <laughs> the other piece the other piece let's be real Is I was thinking to myself, because my husband and I did this for not this year's anniversary, because this year's anniversary was spent with Emerson, might I add, slightly less romantic. Romantic. Very. But last year, we got to go to actually a very fancy restaurant. Uh, My parents were in town. They watched Emerson for the evening. And I brought a list of questions. Not these exact questions. but Should I make
1: fun of you (laughs) now or later about that?
0: Okay, late. just I said what it, your
1: husband wanted to do. I
0: said it was a different list. No, but they were like, they were obviously more catered to what has been your favorite moment we've shared this last year or where do you think our marriage has grown this year? Where do you think our marriage, like, you want it to grow in the coming year like it was kind of cool like actually it was like instead of just having the normal chit chat aka looking at pictures of emerson on our phone we actually like had some kind of conversation starters and i thought it was fun so that's a little bit what i was going for here but you'll see that like these aren't necessarily anniversary questions all of them
1: Aww, we don't i sent you roses isn't that romantic you, d-
0: you did in fact i can't yeah. wait for christmas because i'm hoping for another dozen actually it was two dozen by hey, the way girl,
1: you gotta play your card right for that i don't just hand out roses like willy-nilly
0: true 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 it's not valentine's day what am i thinking i got ahead of myself
1: no, no calm down yeah. calm it down
0: all right all right so we're gonna jump in here we go i'm ready set go okay. number one do you have a tattoo where and why this is part one this is part one.
1: Oh boy um yes i have two tattoos um actually one is on the top of my foot and one is um on my upper back why because i was 18 and an idiot
0: oh okay so there's no other okay
1: no eight totally the one on my foot me and a couple of my best girlfriends went and got stars with our horoscope symbols on them oh yeah because you desperately need that on your foot for eternity yes but um, it's actually really it's fun though with your friends like i do think it was. that's, that's cool. the only reason we all still obviously have them well i mean you can't have them removed um so it, it was a moment in time i'm okay with it the one on my back is just yeah Anyway, that will be my example of when I look at Owen and say, please don't do this. This is why. Does your mom look cool? Yeah. I don't. So anyway, how about you?
0: No. That's why I made a part two. Because if this was the end, like this first question, everyone would be like, cool. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, exactly. So there's a part two and here it is. Whether you do or don't have a tattoo. I added that for me. (laughs)
1: Oh, Lord. It's going to be a long (laughs) podcast. Continue. Suppose we didn't need that part of the sentence. We'll see if McKenzie gets to write any more podcasts. (laughs) This is the last outline I'll ever do. Uh, What what would you get? It's a conditional phrase. What would you get, where, and why? I mean, I have them. They're terrible. I would not get them again. You would not? okay. Okay. No? It's okay, because I have a very
0: clear vision of exactly what I would get. And this is not... I, I will not do this, most likely. I mean, I'm 35. Like, I think that the sh- the ship, at least for me, of impulsive tattooing has sailed. But I have always loved the look of a full sleeve on my left arm with oh macabre gosh, skulls and hibiscus. That. What? And oh um, gosh, bougainvillea. And mind. it would, like, snake around my whole arm. It would have vibrant colors. And it would be, like, that very much, like... Um, um magical realism kind of like that look to it with like maybe also a little bit of um surrealism to like Salvador Dali stuff
1: wow you have seriously thought this through
0: that's what my husband said because this was one of our anniversary questions I'll admit and I told him that and I said it in this type of detail he was like wow like you've really thought about this I'm like yes I have I've never done it I probably won't do it but I've given this some serious thought because I think it like it plays like you know, a little bit of ode to like my roots growing up in Arizona with obviously a lot like Arizona's extremely influenced by Mexican culture. And that was something that I always really enjoyed a lot. My dad being in the the restaurant business for Mexican food, like getting to know a lot of his employees and getting to know a lot of his partners kind of brought that culture to life for me more. And yeah, I just think it'd be really cool.
1: Well, kudos to you. I'm definitely not anti tattoo, but I'm just at the stage where like, I can't imagine anything that I really want. I mean, I, I, I feel so silly saying this. I'm like, maybe I would get my kid's name tattooed or something. But because um, yeah, you love no, him, I, and yeah, yeah. I, well, he's like the only thing I'm like, I can definitely say I will love you forever. Like I probably won't get tired of you, unlike the four leaf clover on my back. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, live and learn. But anyway, it's to each his own. But I just don't have a craving for that anymore. So I got them both when I was 18 and haven't done it since see, i think it's fun like
0: i think it's interesting when someone has like a story of oh i got this tattoo when i was 35 or when i was 45 or i got this for this reason or you know i always think it's it's interesting like why do people you know because there's there is i think certainly oh i was young and it was something i really wanted it seemed fun okay cool like that could be the end of it but yeah i think meaningful tattoos i get that yeah well most likely i won't be getting one but if i ever were to and you were to see somebody with red hair with a full sleeve and you could assume it's me definitely definitely assume it's me
1: redhead with the full sleeve
0: (laughs) in the world in the universe absolutely okay so you can live anywhere in the world for one year where do you go costa rica
1: nice i would go to paris Yeah, there you go. Yep, we went to Costa Rica for my honeymoon, and we did not want to come back. So, I've never been there, and I've heard amazing things about it. So, I would visit you. I would visit you in Paris. So, I like it. Trade.
0: Okay, deal. Um, What is one thing that you don't want your son to know about? And obviously, if you're doing this and you have a daughter, okay, insert, you do not want your child to know about until he or she is in college at a minimum. So, like, um, you kind of want them to be, you know, the quote-unquote adults before they learn this about what mommy did.
1: I guess probably that I smoked when I was pretty young. Like, I just, that was such a trashy habit for me. I just, you know. Oh, do you and mean was, cigarettes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, gotcha. And I mean, I was... 13 when I smoked my first cigarette. And I will say I was always more of a social smoker. I never really had, like, a hard time quitting, per se. But I smoked a fair amount with friends and stuff when I was young. And I was just younger than, of course, I would want him to like. So I I, I just, I wouldn't want him to think, well, mom did it. So it's okay for me to do it. Because out of all the things, I just really hope, you know, he wouldn't be a smoker. I wish nobody would be a smoker anymore. (laughs) Haven't we learned by now that... Smoking is not good for you, so. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Yeah. How about you?
0: Mine would probably be my first year of grad school for, like, the kind of first portion of it. I definitely dabbled into the world of being a pothead. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, like, crazy. I mean, obviously, it was, I was still, I mean, I was teaching, I was going to school, I, mean, I had a part-time job, like, I was doing my thing, but it was just kind of, it became a little, like, it became more recreational than, like, now I think back, I'm like, ugh, you know, because truly it made me lazy. I mean, I spent, you know, maybe maybe one weeknight and then like one weekend. I mean, we're not talking crazy, but like still, like a couple of days a week, like just hanging out and doing that. Like, you know, you're snacking on food. Like, I just, I just really
1: wasn't. See, that actually healthy. bothers me less, like him finding out than the smoking cigarettes. I don't know why. I just like at least uh, making pot was kind of fun. Like, true. I mean, it, yeah, that's whatever. true. You know, it was fun. It was fun. It had its moment. The true. cigarettes. I'm just like, there was nothing like fun it's not cool so anyway yeah I guess for me
0: more than anything it's just when I think back to that time it I mean I was still productive in terms of like you know establishing career in school and and clearly still just connected to my family and friends as ever but it just was like when I think back on like that's how I spent my time like it just feels a little like I was maybe walking but I wasn't doing much exercise other than that and just kind of felt like it just kind of slowed me down and made me lazy for a good, I would say, four months uh, in there. You. And
1: Sometimes you need that. Maybe you should smoke pot again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just a thought. (laughs) Everyone wants to slow me down and make me lazy.
1: Sometimes you need to slow down and be a little lazier.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's actually true. Okay, so what accomplishment were you most proud of prior to becoming a mother? And I guess this is kind of a question that assumes that we're very proud of
1: being mothers, but I think it's safe to say we are. So I'd say so. Um, Prior to that, I would probably say starting my business. I um, started my personal training and nutrition business really from scratch and... I don't know. It kind of started as a, well, maybe this can be at least a side job while I look for another job because the company that I work for shut down. So it was kind of an in-between thing. And instead it totally took off and blossomed and I had a lot of very successful years. Um, And so anyway, it was something I was really, really proud of and I never really saw myself as being an entrepreneur. Um, But it was great. It was something I'm super proud of. How about you?
0: That is awesome. Um, I would say probably... So in college, when I graduated undergrad, I graduated from the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, but then also from the Honors College. Um, So it was kind of like I had two different kind of graduation things. But for the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, it was a pretty large graduation, maybe like 10,000 people or so in attendance and like several thousand graduates. And I was actually invited to be the commencement speaker. Hmm. So I gave the full commencement address to, you know, obviously a whole um, clearly this is pre COVID time. So a whole stadium of people. And I got to invite set, you know, many family members. So I think there was like 15 family members that came and it was just cool. I, I wrote the speech. I first wrote a speech that was very, like kind of very typical and I wrote it and they approved it. And then I was like, no, this is not, this is not really me. It just doesn't shine. And I remember a few days before just at one night, just, I wrote it all like like exactly as I, as I had envisioned that I would write it because writing can just come to me like that. And I remember calling my dad late at night and I read, read it to him out loud and he goes, you've got it. This is it. And I, that was a speech I gave and it was, it was great. So that was just Maybe. something I think back and feel proud about because I, I truly enjoyed college. I love it. Yep. So, all right. Summarize your marriage in three words and give a brief
1: explanation why. Okay. If three is a lot, you can do two. I was like, I haven't thought about that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's say fun. Um, or I'd say silly. We'll go silly. We'll go silly, respectful, mm-hmm. and strong.
0: Hmm. I like all those very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can okay. I just take them? Cause, uh... No, no,
1: get your own. <laughs> get
0: my own, get my own, get my own. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say Dedicated to the family i.e. emerson and each other yeah all those are great i mean they just are great uh thank you for those um i would say hmm in tune and because i feel like my husband's gotten a lot better at like
1: being kind of in tune
0: with me and me with him and then is commute can communicative be an adjective sure
1: we'll take it we'll throw it in there yeah i like it are all good ones. Yeah,
0: yours too. Yeah. All right. Um, greatest superficial fear. I thought about your greatest life fear, and then I realized both of us could probably just say it. It's probably the tragedy of something ever happening to our boys. Am I right? Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah.
0: So I was like, let's just not go there because I, no one needs to hear us cry on a podcast. So greatest superficial fear. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. I haven't thought about this one. What's yours?
0: Mine, I'll go just kind of semi-deep for a second. It's that I think going through the whole you know, HA thing, hypothalamic amenorrhea and recovering and just trying to like find peace with my body and peace with my mindset. I think it's my superficial fear is kind of like getting back to a place where all of a sudden I have all this angst and I really struggle with my body image, you know, because right now I wouldn't say that I'm in like place perfect, but I would say I'm in place of maybe neutrality or even mainly acceptance. And I guess it's just, yeah, it just makes me, I feel fearful. Like what if one day that did change or what if something in my life, you know, shifted in some way and it kind of had me recalibrate in a direction of all of a sudden that's that
1: doesn't seem very superficial, mm-hmm.
0: you know, oh, it seems okay. kind of serious. Yeah, it does seem serious.
1: I mean, okay, superficial. We'll, we'll take it. How about we, we'll take, it? Can we'll we take it? Cause
0: we'll I, yeah, I'm trying to think, I felt like it was superficial cause it was like body, but then I- you're right. It is deep.
1: We'll we'll ramble along anyway. But, okay. We'll um, go along. Okay. In, in the same vein without going too, too deep. I always have the fear that like, I'm going to get hurt and for the purpose of me not being able to work out the way I want to Hmm. which in the grand scheme of things is like I've had a lot of injuries over the years so like I have this like oh at some point I'm gonna totally blow my back out or I don't know my leg's gonna fall off or something and obviously not being able to like lift weights or something is not the greatest tragedy in the world but it is one of those things like yeah I'm fearful of losing it's a big part of my identity No, I hear you. Like, all of a sudden, the thought of, like, a broken ankle, like... Yeah, even something like that. Yeah, even just, like, something that truly... So, like I've always had injuries I could work around, but something that was like really messed up and laid me out for a while. Definitely. Oh, I
0: I just had a girlfriend um tell me that she explained to me exactly what happened with her ankle and the 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 damage that was caused in it, etc. And how she's literally been unable to do anything outside of a boot for literally the last four months.
1: Yeah, see so stuff like that. Before. And
0: only now she can barely walk. And then she sent me a video showing me range of motion between both ankles. And she's even doing PT and everything. But it was like I mean, shocking. You're like, wow and yeah so no and that was yeah. just like just a silly injury just
1: that lack of like independence you know kind of oh yeah
0: yeah especially yeah. with the boys that, that's valid so. all right what are you most proud of having achieved athletically
1: I mean I don't know if I really have any okay I'll go with this one um I started to say my uh, you know little league basketball tournament championship but you know I guess I'll move past the age of eight That's adorable, by the way. This is, again, something that that nobody cares because it's not an athletic achievement per se. But I did run a full marathon and it was, yeah, something I'm super proud of. I'm not a natural runner. In fact, I'm kind of a terrible runner. Um, But my husband and I ran it together and it was something um, that was a ton of fun and very bonding for us and very painful. My knee has never been the same since. But I am proud to have that medal and have done it. Girl, that is mine that is my exact one well twinsies no I love it
0: yeah I ran the New York City Marathon when I was 21 and I did it for charity actually it was 20 I just I was 20 turning 21 and I did it for the Pat Tillman Foundation um based out of Arizona and yeah that's wild Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah same thing just like that I just did one marathon I did several halves but only one full and yeah yeah, just a lot of halves but the full
1: that was that was long enough that was one and one was enough
0: and I hear you on the aches and pains. It's, I mean, to this day, I'm definitely not a runner. So, I'm um, yeah.
1: yeah, cool. Nope. But I think it's court, okay. it's hard not
0: to run a marathon or do an extreme athletic event such as that and not
1: feel very accomplished, I think. Totally. I mean, it's the addictive nature of them.
0: So. Yeah, totally. All right. If you could only eat one type of cuisine for the rest of your life, what do you pick?
1: Mexican food. Totally. Okay. I love beans and rice and tortillas and all that kind of stuff. So, nice.
0: I would pick Vietnamese food. Honestly, like, yeah, my husband having exposed me to it and I just feel like there's so much variety, there's just so much flavor. It's often so fresh veggie-based and mm-hmm. um with plenty of don't get me wrong, non-veggie sweet desserts and other delicious things, but yeah, it's a nice it's a nice mix. I pick that. Love it. All right. So, how would you describe yourself in high school? What was high school
1: Emma like? <sighs> I don't know. High school was very like uneventful for me. I I wouldn't say I was like a loner per se. I was just not engaged in the process. Hmm. Like I had a small close group of girlfriends that we're still super close with now. They've just been kind of like my childhood best friends. And I had a boyfriend, especially the last couple of years that was out of high school. He was in college. And so I just really wasn't very into high school. It just wasn't something that excited me. I was kind of ready to move on into that next stage of my life. So um, hmm yeah kind of disinterested would be the best way to describe my high school experience
0: that's in, you know it's interesting to me because I think that there are a lot of people that w- like will really resonate with what you said you know that like high school for them wasn't this I don't know like kind of like movie mine portrayal wasn't
1: terrible like it wasn't you know like we didn't really to me at least I don't know maybe I just closed my eyes to it but I really don't think we had a. it wasn't Mean Girls there wasn't a ton of clicks I feel like there was no major drama um Honestly I skipped school a lot. <laughs> I'd say my senior year, I showed up like every other day, maybe. So, um it wasn't it wasn't bad. I had fun. It just wasn't that interesting, I guess. Wasn't that significant in my life. So Gotcha.
0: Well, I think mine was 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 quite different because I had a group of friends with whom I had been in school with since kindergarten. Like a group. There was about like twelve of us and we were very close. We had been together. We did everything together. And we've had of course like our little arguments and our tiffs and our half-year things that go on through middle school, you know. By the time we got to high school we were all on the same page and we were just incredibly close and we did everything together. So like just very involved. Like we all took schoolwork really seriously. We were in the same classes. We were on the same swim team, marching band, um, orchestra, uh, involved in the same like different, like French club and and various things on campus. And so I think it just made us um, like very close and it made it fun. So always Mm -hmm. kind of being together, like the weekends were, what are we doing always? It was always like group activities. I
1: I mean, like I had that with, I'd say five girlfriends, like, they were my pack. And so we just kind of stayed within our pack. So, I mean, it was very social with them. I also played sports. I was fairly heavily involved in sports. So I'd say that was a decent bit of my high school experience. Um, but I'd yeah. say outside of my bubble, you know, I didn't really pay that much attention to anybody else in school. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's probably true, too. It's not like I was exactly. Yeah, we didn't have a huge, huge friendship circle, but we we had like our group, which was cool. I actually yeah. liked it. I thought high school was fun
1: so mine wasn't terrible i don't have any like awful stories i enjoyed my friendships they're still my friends now so it was we had a good time for the most part but um compared to
0: compared to middle school middle school i'm like Uh, oh yeah
1: i feel like god was so long ago i I know it's so hard to even think back on it. like i yeah it's hard to who knows maybe would have felt differently back then i'm sure back then to be honest i was very angsty and i was kind of a I don't know, had a chip on my shoulder a lot. That was actually probably more accurately my personality, but um, I don't have any dramatic memories at least. So, Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I mean, middle school wasn't dramatic. It just wasn't thrilling. Yep. Um,
0: all right. So a regret from your teen years that you feel comfortable sharing.
1: Oh, I didn't read this question. You go first.
0: Okay. So mine is, mine's actually pretty, pretty straightforward, but it is definitely a regret that I have, but I don't, I can't, I guess, go back and really blame my high school self because I was, as I just described, so involved in my friends, so involved in my activities and my sports and my music stuff and um, just so kind of consumed by that world. So when I was in high school, my sister was in middle school for basically sixth, seventh and eighth grade. That was when she, she was behind me. And then when I was a senior, she was a freshman, but she went to a different high school. So basically her sixth, seventh, and eighth grade year, my sister had a pretty challenging time in middle school, um, as far as like just kind of friendship making and that kind of stuff. And I feel like she needed more than anything to know that her big sister, which was me, loved her and cared about her and was there for her and supportive when she was going through just tough times, especially with, with friendships or lack thereof. And, I I wasn't cruel. I wasn't mean. I mean, when we had, were on family vacations, we were together, and we lived in the same house. And But it was like I was just in my world. We would have family dinners, and she would always be quiet, and I would be blabbing, blabbing, blabbing about my day. And it was always the Mackenzie show, and... Um, you know I just I wish that I could go back and kind of like whisper in my own ear and be like hey look like your sister kind of needs you to be a little bit more emotionally intelligent and be supportive and so so I regret that I know know
1: but I I mean that's smart it's good to reflect on though and yeah be aware of so hopefully maybe you can I would say you know explain that to your children and hope that you know or if, if we have more than one explain how to take care of your siblings and exactly but that's pretty much impossible you know because they're going to be at that in that age same situation as we were so I know but still to, it's
0: still something that I that's yeah it does if it's yeah, definitely I a regret that I have. have
1: a little bit of regrets yeah, I th- yeah I'm thinking on that like I think mine would probably be I made some decisions on colleges based on the boy I was dating at the time and mm. I do regret it in the sense that like I did not put myself first. Um, I had some cool opportunities, some sports opportunities to play with college and stuff. And I didn't, I turned it down because I was super absorbed within the relationship, which cliff notes, it did not work out. Shocking. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I I kind of wish that I had put myself first and gone down my own path. But then again, you know, I'm one of those people. What if I had changed that? And then, you know, life would have, um yeah played out and i wouldn't be where i am now and i'm super happy with where i am now so it's kind of not exactly a regret but if i had a daughter or son i would definitely try to encourage them to make different choices based on you know their own future maybe not a high school relationship (gasps) oh i know i wish so much that could be like just don't date
0: till college i know yeah right oh i know um so your favorite
1: board game or a group game to play um, oh gosh, I don't play a ton of board games. I always, me and some girlfriends always played phase 10 growing up. It's just a little silly card game. So I'm going to mm. throw that one out there because it's the first one I can think of. Phase 10, like P-H-A-S-E? hmm Yep. Yeah, okay. It's just, a little, it's just a kind of a rummy type mm. card game, I guess. But it's just kind of mindless and easy to hang out and have drinks and play. Cool. Conversation. So,
0: huh. Mine's also, like, a drinking game that a lot of people, like, seem to play while drinking, and that's Cards Against Humanity.
1: Oh, yeah. I started Just to say that funny one, but and, I got yeah. tired of it after a while. We went through a phase. We played True. it with some friends and I was just like okay I think I'm I'm phased out of this one that's but. true because like
0: the first especially the first few times you play or we, I feel like it's funny like one time we played with my parents so that was hilarious because it was like trying to explain to them certain inappropriate cards and oh just gosh, laughing so same, hard
1: yeah. yeah so like that's funny but like I, I hear what you're saying like if you yeah. have a good environment and the right people it is super fun
0: and yeah. enough booze <laughs> I,
1: always enough. it's a drinking game yeah that's never a problem these days yeah.
0: <laughs> okay so
1: next one what do you have or did you have pierced and why i have both my ears pierced i've actually had two holes on each ear i don't have those anymore i just have the one okay. um and i pierced my own belly button when i was in middle school. <gasps> you're oh my gosh like with I an apple in- on the other side i was in math class and just had no. a needle and pinched <gasps> it and pushed guess what it got infected it was not a smart idea oh my gosh i Yep. Wow! You, I told you I was uh, angsty. Okay, ooh, you kind of left
0: me. Uh, I like feel like that feeling. You know what I mean? Like ooh, yeah. the jitters.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure ooh. it was totally not the way you're supposed to pierce your belly button either. Yeah, mine is pierced and
0: still. it didn't go like that. So,
1: oh, good to know. <laughs> maybe I should have like see back then. I didn't think we had YouTube to like quickly. No, Google you didn't. This is amazing. How to pierce my belly button? Otherwise, maybe wow. save me a scar. But. True
0: oh, yeah.
1: Ooh. How about you? So I
0: have my ears. I didn't get them done until I think I was like a freshman in high school. So it was just yeah. one hole. And then when I was first year of college, I got my belly button pierced. And I actually went to... Um, like a tattoo parlor so they do it with like a needle as opposed to the gun you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um and so the whole process was like not very painful and it got um I had the belly button ring I remember I went to France that summer and it got just a little bit infected because they said not to go in the water and I was like I am not not jumping into the Mediterranean Sea um but it was overall fine and then I got a second hole in my ears which I mean, how can you really regret it's the tiniest thing ever, but, um, I never ever wore the second earring, you know, it's just,
1: I got both and I never really wore them.
0: So So, I know I'm kind of like, why do I have that? I had my belly button ring in until like right when I met my husband and then I took it out kind of somewhere after I I met him, maybe like a year after we'd been together. I just kind of like lost interest in it. Pretty straightforward. I just Mm -hmm. was, and it almost kind of started to bug me a little. It's almost like as we were dating this do you remember when the style went from like the low-rise jeans to more like okay now your jeans are zipping up at your belly button yep kind of like in 2015 Mm -hmm. if i recall the year i ish i took it out somewhere around there 2014 or 15 15 15, because we met at the end of 2014 but um i just remember being like oh gosh this is rubbing on my jeans taking it out done it was like all of a sudden i was just over it you know nice so and then my crease it, it might one. have
1: needed to be taken out you know
0: with pregnancy pregnancy i know yeah and well then and just like you said the scar that's the thing that's kind of like ugh. you know like there's like always going to be a a hole there i have no idea if i could put a ring back through it like no desire to try that but definitely like there's a scar forever in my blood button. so okay so
1: what were you gonna say next
0: uh this
1: is a funny one you
0: it was a dare this was first year of grad school also the pot smoking uh semester you could say it was a dare um Mackenzie you would never ever get your tongue pierced you are not brave enough you would never do that my sister said these words I did it yeah
1: was that payback for all the years you ignored her
0: oh my <laughs> she got me good didn't she yep. so it was wicked painful like as you can imagine it would be uh-huh. um and then it was like fine I I don't think like I remember looking in the mirror when I had it and being like can you see it when I talk and I don't think anyone could see it when I talked but the funny thing was, though, right after I got it, you know, your tongue swells, it's uncomfortable for a couple days. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, like I am a, I'm, I'm in a French master's program. I'm going, I'm a French TA, like I'm a, we're about to start the semester. I can't like struggle to pronounce words now because like, this is yeah. my thing. I remember like, la- like freaking out, right? Of course, then the swelling goes down and like, no one can ever tell. And that was that, but like. I just remember it being really funny. My sister was like, she just thought it was hilarious. My parents were like, why did you do that? That's just not appropriate. Blah, blah, blah. My sister died. Like, How long died. did you have it for? Um, I want to say maybe four months, five months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was like, kind of like the belly button ring, except it happened a lot quicker. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm over this. Take it out. Bye. <laughs> like, I was just That's like, funny. yeah, but it was just really funny. It was like one of those things where like when I think back on it, it, I admit it kind of grosses me out. I mean, to have like have it had a needle like it through would your time
1: me nuts. Like it seems like it would be annoying more than anything.
0: Yeah, like I I, I would have. Th- this is the thing though. I have to admit, when my sister dared me, I did feel a little bit of that like curiosity. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the jump off the cliff. Like we used to go cliff jumping at a lake uh, in Arizona, Swear Lake, and it's that like you know that like <gasps> the butterflies in your stomach. Like are you going to oh, do yeah. it? Then you jump off, and it's so cool. It was a little bit like that feeling. And then it kind of, the novelty kind of wore off. And I was like, I have a tongue ring. Like I am, you know, I'm like a French master's student. Like, what am I doing? I don't know. It was just kind of like, I felt almost like embarrassed. And then, it, then I was out. I was over it.
1: Well, live so, and learn.
0: Yep. Live and learn. But yeah, no, I mean, no clue on, um, I think if you, I stare at my tongue, you can see, but like not, only like, if I like were to show you, otherwise it's obviously not visible. I suppose if you're going to get a tattoo, might as well get in, or not a tattoo, a piercing, might as well get in a place where when you take it out, no one would know, right?
1: very true as opposed
0: to like um what is it those ear gauges i do always think they look really cool when they're in but then i wonder when people take them out if they're like less stoked
1: oh my husband had a slight gauge when he was in high school and one it was just on one ear and it is still slightly stretched out now they're not Uh. nearly as big as like i see kids getting them these days but he does still have one earlobe that is slightly stretched out
0: Mm, yeah yep again live and learn so alrighty. um if you weren't married and a mother where do you think you'd be in your life
1: oh um i'd probably be i don't know probably a workaholic is probably what i'd be Mm -hmm. i was definitely one of those people that like i'm somebody that likes to occupy my time i don't i'm not just like a sit around and chill person shocking i know um you so chill Emma well I know see I really make fun of you for not being chill I am more chill than you but this is that true that doesn't say much so um <laughs> yeah I don't know I could see myself thank working. You. thank you my friend I know you're welcome you're okay hey, I'm just being honest no secrets around here this is a tell-all right this is a tell-all yep be honest okay. <laughs> Mackenzie is is not chill it's fine myself for having working a job where I traveled or moved Mm. around a lot I tend to get bored easily and when I do I'm like okay next and Mm -hmm. sometimes that can be like making big changes so I could definitely see myself yeah just working and and traveling a lot working a job maybe where I bounced all over the place nice Um, yeah I don't know it's probably about the the most I can picture cool
0: um, it's a little hard, it's hard to picture, right? I mean, it's, I know. it's I kind like, of, I don't an, know. it's a yeah, strange question. Yeah. Um, I think I always, um, truly dreamed of, cause I'd done like m- several months, a semester, summers in Europe. And I think that I actually dreamed though of, of really living there, like having a work visa. I always had student visas, but having a work visa. And so I think that I could have seen myself like fulfilling that dream. You know, maybe I go over there initially for school, for, for a PhD or second master's or something. And then. I do stay and I pursue, you know, some type of a career option, even if it's not, you know, for years and years. But, you know, I I think that that it's hard for me to imagine myself not being in that situation if I wasn't where I am, you know, because that had always just been a dream. Yeah, it was always a
1: part of your dream. Yeah.
0: So kind of in a similar vein, but we're going to put the kids and hubby back into it. Um, Fast forward 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. Back to reality. So, kid or kids, depending on where life takes us, are out of the house. So, imagine like twenty years from now. Do you have any big dreams or hopes for your career or life, or like I would say, like a goal? Do you think, oh, I. Look to be doing this in twenty years. See, what's
1: so funny is my answer is almost the same. My answer is traveling a lot and, going hmm. and moving around a lot because that is something we kind of wish we would have done more of before we had Owen. Gotcha. And and it's not to say that we can't travel some now, but come on, it's not the same. It wouldn't be the same as going to Europe for the month or you know doing this or that. Um, so, yeah, I could see us definitely like traveling a lot, um, going all over the place, maybe moving around a bit. I, I wouldn't say rent an RV. I'm not an RV girl, but um, taking some adventures for sure. Nice. How about you? Um, mine would be that I obviously,
0: you know, we've talked about this in several different podcast episodes. I was teaching full time when. I found I was pregnant with Emerson and then um, once I gave birth to him that I was on maternity leave and then I never went back so my goal would be and hopefully this would happen more when he's like starting school right like officially school but to be back into the teaching world in that capacity and to be back to kind of what I was doing prior um, to having him and that's like having classrooms of students and leading study abroad trips to France and being able to be, in some cases, the very first exposure students have to a foreign language, that being French. Um, so that that's definitely a dream of mine is to get back into that type of a, of a situation. And then I would add on to that, that you know I've spent some time studying Spanish as well, although over the last couple of years it's gotten admittedly rusty just because that hasn't been where my focus has been. But I'd really like to bring that back up and I would even love to pursue a master's in Spanish 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 secondary education so that I can finally get a teaching cert for the public schools because I teach in the private schools generally, which you don't need a certification for because I have my master's. But yeah, so I think like I have some kind of like long term, it's career slash um, educational goals
1: that I, I would love to see come to fruition so <laughs> I'm just like I want to travel and like drink wine in every country <laughs> bump working whatever <laughs> like, I'm retiring by then right I'll be like I 55 know, that's true
0: maybe maybe 20 so years is a I'm stretch out. but you know like it's just interesting like right now we I, I just feel like we feel so consumed and yeah, I have yeah, to like remind totally myself that
1: overtakes our lives at this yeah. age especially with little kids with like mm-hmm. that toddler and under i mean we literally have to keep our eyes on them at all time to make sure they're alive and not terrorizing the christmas tree yeah Yeah. oh yeah i turned my back for a couple minutes and he's you know gotten a ornament i didn't think he could get and he's playing with a hook so oh yeah our favorite is is to
0: pull the candy canes break them in half and like cackle oh good that's so fun so thanks hilarious all right speaking of vacationing and traveling one week vacation anywhere in a covid free world where are you headed
1: to see you oh my gosh i know you're welcome wow don't cry, the, don't cry on the podcast please i don't know if my like but really the, i would my love hormones can exactly, exactly what i would want to do right now is come up there for a week it's beautiful okay so not sweet. during winter yes falls. you have
0: to preface this you mean summer fall. You mean, yes, summer fall you mean summer mm-hmm. fall
1: yeah uh, that's exactly Aww. what i would want to do is i would love to come up there get an airbnb mm-hmm. and see you guys see your family explore your town okay, oh my gosh mm-hmm. so mine was paris
0: but paris with you <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that an afterthought? <laughs> nice try, Mackenzie.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. So good. But thank you for wanting to come here. I also would really like to explore Savannah. So, you know, twist my arm. No. Yeah, it's- um, so this one's kind of like a would you rather. Would you rather only be able to wash your hair once every two weeks or only be able to wear makeup once every two weeks?
1: So I can do... One,
0: one or the other like you're either washing your hair like your normal routine and wearing makeup once every about, two weeks i don't
1: care about wearing makeup that much so yeah i could wear makeup once every two weeks yep that's how i am too like i'd like to I mean, wash my i hair. don't wash my hair that often but me more either than once every well, two weeks exactly me.
0: yeah that's how yeah that's how i am okay i guess
1: that wasn't as exciting as i thought all right
0: are you a christmas music on november 1st type of person or are you more no. of a grinch
1: Th- okay to be fair, I do not think it makes me a Grinch to not want to listen to Christmas music on November first, December first, maybe. But come on, people, let's get through Thanksgiving.
0: Like, no. okay, that's I, I, I suppose that's the question: Are you a yeah. get through Thanksgiving and then we discuss Christmas type of person? Thanksgiving okay. is a holiday, at least a food holiday. So let's I agree. I actually agree. That's, no, my husband wanted to get a tree the weekend before Thanksgiving, and I put the kibosh on that.
1: Yeah. we're always. I mean, there's plenty. Like December, it gets the entire month. Come on now. Yeah. No, that's true.
0: Um, all right. You have to eat the same breakfast for the rest of your life. What is it?
1: Mm, maybe avocado toast. Girl, that was mine. Avocado toast and two over easy eggs with your runny yolks. Yeah. I mean, it would be with eggs. Definitely runny eggs. And maybe some berries on the side just for some sweetness. Because I do like a little bit of like sweet and savory.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
1: But, yep. Totally the same. It gives cool. me a little bit of everything. With everything bagel seasoning. I have to put that on top.
0: Okay. Well, uh, okay. You're adding more and more. Are you now going to say like, and also a side of a side smoothie?
1: I mean, yeah, totally. (laughs) Coffee for sure. I mean,
0: obviously. (laughs) Emma would like a breakfast buffet. Um, All right. Um, Okay. If you have to choose, or you could choose, I should say, because I don't think you can. Well, you can in certain situations, but uh, preferred gender if you have a second kiddo. Like, so if you have a second kiddo and you can choose the gender of it, Okay, no, you you can't. Choose. I get what you're saying. Okay, you don't have to. We're speak. gonna move on. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: if if I had a preference, what would it be? Yes. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I would pr- <laughs> I would probably say a girl, just for the fact that something different. You get to experience both. Um, I've always mm-hmm. also said that I would just love to see my husband with little girl. You know, there's mm, you something have said sweet that. About that. Yeah, I was such a daddy's girl growing up, so I think I would love to see that relationship and that bond. But I will just say caveat. I think it would be so fun to have two boys, too, because I, I have a sister and I think there's something about having a same gender, you know, um, sibling that can be really special. So no disappointment either way. And we're only having two. So,
0: yeah. So I'm, I'm honestly very similar to you. I would say that I think that the idea of having a girl is neat because I have a son. So it kind of feels exciting to have a child of each gender. And I have a close relationship um, with my mom. So the thought of like having a daughter is special in that way. But then the thought of Emerson having a brother, I think would be, would be really neat. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you said, same, same gendered siblings. I, I have an older half brother and half sister, but my, my sister and they're much older in in age years. So I grew up in the same household as my sister and it was really fun having a same sex sibling. So yeah, I mean, my husband always, jokes with me when i bring this topic up with him i'm like oh so like if we had a baby would you like a boy or a girl and he's like well mackenzie it's not like there's like 500 options like there's one it's either one or the other
1: we <laughs> talked about that with like gender reveal parties or people come yeah. to me like oh my like, gosh i just know it? it's a boy and, and you're it's like, like it's a 50
0: 50 mean, <laughs> it's a coin toss yeah, it's not that many <laughs> options here guys so yeah anyway. that's so funny
1: um what makes you laugh my child he really mm-hmm. does. It's just whatever makes him cackle just makes me just like that true like your face hurt, smiles, like belly laugh kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Whenever he just gets cackly about stuff. and uh, Yeah, there's nothing better.
0: I like that. I would say... I mean, Emerson makes me laugh, but my husband makes me laugh. Like he's just—he's just silly. He's funny. He'll just have kind of these one-liners that are like very—they remind me a lot of Schitt's Creek, where like all of a sudden he'll just say something that's just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and just like really, it just gets me. It gets me. Yeah, um, but... So yeah, he does. He makes me laugh. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna give him the—I'm gonna give him the—the uh, the award on that one. Yeah. All right. This is where we get to compliment each other. But what is the best thing about me? And then I'll share what the best thing is about you
1: in each other's opinions. Yeah, I'd say one of my favorite things about you is that you're not afraid to have tough conversations. And to me, that has been a very refreshing part of our friendships because we can be very honest with each other. And there's been moments of like, we disagree or we don't see things eye -eye, eye to eye. And, you know, or somebody says something that we're kind of like, oh, well, thanks. You know, didn't take it great. And we can really have deep discussions about... About that, you know, even if it, they can be a little, I don't know if tense is the right word, but uncomfortable. I'd mm-hmm. say you can have uncomfortable conversations, especially this year with everything going on in the world. Um, you've been one of my favorite people to really get into things with, and I appreciate, I value that.
0: Well, thank you. I, I, I feel the exact same way about you. Um, I would say my my favorite thing, honestly, that, that is very true. I could say all of these things right back, I feel like, to you, but. One thing is I feel like you've been so encouraging of me and this year, whether it's supporting me about initially right before we got COVID. So not initially, I mean, that was months, right? From March until August, just supporting me and being encouraging about everything my husband was going through at work and the stress on me and all those decisions. Like you were just always in my corner, always listening when we were sick with COVID and I was telling you every single day for three entire weeks that I felt horrible and I was scared and this is what was going on. You were like endlessly there. Like you were always just literally seconds away from responding to me and letting me know you were thinking about me. And, and then recently like a very busy fall and, kind of unexpected twists and turns with, with family and, and, and events and you've just been there. So I really value that. I think it's, there are a lot of people in our life that we can count on, but it's pretty neat when there's someone who's actually there like in the fray every day and that's you. Yeah. So. Well. Love. Love. I mean. Hence the roses. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us. This was just a fun chit-chat. Hopefully it gave you a chance to like reflect and think about what your own responses to these questions would be and laugh along with us. But as always, please rate and review us on iTunes and our Instagram and at yeah, ABCs we'll and
1: back, We'll be back soon with more mom-related topics. But I think... I don't know you know you get into serious aspects of motherhood and it's kind of nice just to take a break and talk about some lighter stuff Mm -hmm. so anyway I hope we hope you enjoyed just kind of a fun episode
0: I agree yeah it's fun it's fun to chit chat about things that kind of remind us that yes we're moms and we love being moms and we love the boys but we also yeah hey we're people over here too mom has a personality (laughs) mom has a story shocking (laughs) Shocking. we are just permanent diaper changers
1: what are you talking about yeah
0: that's all we do just change diapers left and right all right friends thanks for joining us.